Hello and welcome everyone to our 62nd session of Hello Casa. My name is Michael and today I'm talking to Alexandra Viveiros from Portugal in Lisbon. Alexandra has been an entrepreneur since a young age and has been active in the real estate market for almost 20 years. Currently, Alexandra is office manager and business development manager at Remax Expo at the Avenida Liberdad office. Alexandra, thank you so much for being with me today. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Hello, Michael. Thank you for the kind invitation. It's always a pleasure to, to speak with you. Uh, my name is Alexandra Viveros from uh, Remax Expo. We are part of the Expo Group, which is the main uh, market leader in Portugal and in Europe mm -hmm. for residential. Um, I was, I'm a chemist from, uh, from a university. This is what I was doing in the pharmaceutical industry. Wow. Uh -huh. uh, and I started uh, at an early age to do small entrepreneurship uh, um, businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, I was studying in Montreal, in, in England and Montreal. And then on the way back to Portugal, I got into this uh, real estate uh, industry. Amazing. I mean, I think it's a quite a strong leap from uh, being a chemist and uh, uh, then also being in the pharmaceutical um, industry, then moving to real estate. Uh, how did that happen? Uh, well, I always liked the uh, commercial part. So mm -hmm. I did an MBA and uh, I was doing, while in the pharmaceutical industry, I was working with the, the you know, commercial part of business. So I was a uh, in business already so that was always the strong uh, uh, leadership on that field so I, I guess real estate is um, I guess I saw the company when while I was studying in Canada and when they opened in Portugal it, it played you know it, it rang a bell mm -hmm. I started um, what is your right now your, your business focusing on the most At the moment, uh, the last few years, we've done a lot of international business. Mm -hmm. So with, with international clients at first, mm -hmm. and uh, mainly nowadays with uh, partners from all over the world that, uh, or, or legal people that bring uh, customers to Lisbon mm -hmm. or, or about to bring. So we make the liaison with the, what is the, the, The best investment for them, depending on the on their needs, mm -hmm. basically. So we, we act as advisors, really. It's it's interesting. Prior to our call, you mentioned that you have done the most um, golden visas and non-residential um, uh, investments for people who, on the one hand, already have a European visa but want to invest in, in uh, Lisbon and Portugal, but then on the other end, also non-European uh, people who are interested in obtaining a visa, a so-called golden visa in, in Lisbon. Um, give us an overview of, um, first of all, your clientele. Who are the main uh, people who are approaching you, are interested to buy real estate? It started after 2012. So the law came out in 2012. And in a way, each country uh, personalized uh, the law for each country so i would say that our law was is a quite is is, is quite a, a a nice personalized one so it, it it's easier for the the end user so in practical terms in 2013 the major investors and buyers for golden visa in, in lisbon were chinese mm 
So we did a lot of, we did, our company was responsible the first years for 80% of all the visas issued, golden visas issued in Lisbon, wow. just to have an idea. And then we, we continued with French. French were a lot, uh, the major uh, nationality for non-residents in, mm -hmm. in Portugal. So it's interesting. I remember one of the first uh, non-residents we did in Oporto in mm -hmm. 2013 was a, um, a client that he, his business was uh, producing labels for the port wine industry, for, for all the wine industry in Bordeaux. Mm -hmm. So he, he changed this, he got a non-resident uh, uh, visa. Mm -hmm. He changed his business here. He had uh, his flights, uh, he was coming twice a week to Lisbon. He, he started outsourcing. He, he didn't have to buy an, uh, machinery here. Since he found that the machinery here that he outsourced was actually newer than the ones he was uh, using in France. Mm -hmm. This was very interesting because he came on a 24% uh, IRC uh, payment, which was very beneficial for him in those days. What is that? Uh, so bringing his company to Portugal in those days, it's still valid. Uh, he was paying a lot less tax than for his business uh, uh, concerning France. So okay. this was a, a very interesting uh, uh, aspect for his business here. Uh, and then we continued with mainly residential. So a lot of, a lot of people, the prices in those days were very low compared to, to now, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we, we did a lot of uh, non-residents for uh, French, the first French people that came to Lisbon. So mm -hmm. for you to have an idea, there are neighborhoods now in Portugal that you, you feel that there's, there's a French trend to it because mm -hmm. they, they have customers for, for, there's a lot of French people living here. So I would say that that was the second uh, nationality we had. And uh, we have, it, it changes. We have a, a lot of Brazilians since the government changed in Brazil. So we, a lot of, most of the investors in Cascais area, which is our Riviera, uh, which is about 20 kilometers from, from Lisbon, mm -hmm. and it's on the coast. Uh, a lot of investors have bought houses there, apartments mm -hmm. or uh, industries, uh, uh, resorts, mm -hmm. uh, new developments. And then we have a bit of, Going back to the golden visa, we have a bit of every nationality in mm -hmm. Portugal. We have Lebanese, we have Jewish now, we have uh, a lot of people from Dubai. We have a bit of everything, really. For for the ones who don't know exactly what are the requirements, or even what is exactly the first uh, the golden visa first and foremost mean. Can you give us an overview what it is exactly and what I have to do in order to get it? Okay, uh, as a golden visa, once you enter, uh, once you, get, you come for, a, let's say, a visit, um, to, to visit the country and see which uh, areas uh, the person prefers, mm -hmm. which neighborhoods, uh, because it applies to all the country, and it's mm -hmm. all one price. In Portugal, up to now, we have uh, 500,000 euros for a golden visa. 
And if you want to invest in a company here, you have to uh, invest one uh, a million. So going back, golden visa for to buy a house. And there's a new a new uh, legal way also to invest in a property in an old historic uh, uh, part of the city. Uh, and the ha the building has to be over. Uh, 35 years so you, in that way you can invest 350,000 euros mm -hmm. so people people usually come they go on holiday they, they, we, we take them along to see different areas and uh, in general uh, the day that that first meeting uh, we help people to get their via VAT number so mm -hmm. it's a simple way it just it's it's given on the on the spot there's some tax office offices uh, in Lisbon that even have multi-speaking language uh, assistance so, so they can help so so I get the, I get the VAT number even without the visa or I need the uh, I need first the visa and then the VAT number no so you you first need the VAT number yeah. then you need to open a bank account yeah. with this VAT number and then you you Uh, you see, you start seeing houses to get uh, knowledge and preferences, mm -hmm. and and then you you see an, a lawyer, attorney, someone for the legal aspect. Once you you reserve a house, um, then with the with the promise of buying, which is already a process on the buying uh, uh, aspect, with that you can I initiate. Uh, your golden visa process and they are uh, uh, I believe two years uh, up to five you can get a residentship and get a passport so it's a process that once you, you identify the house you want to invest to buy uh, even before the final deed you can already start your process with the legal uh, advisors for the golden visa Got it. So that means the Golden Visa allows me as a non-European person to obtain a European uh, residency and then later on a passport when I invest yes. either in a company which is uh, has a value of 1 million or mm -hmm. a real estate which is has a value of 500,000 uh, uh, euros or um, a real estate property which is classified as a um, heritage uh, property, a very uh, cultural uh, property of 350,000 um, euros, then I go and uh, come to Portugal with my passport, go to one of the services, uh, one of those you also you also provide, um, get a VAT number, then mm -hmm. um, get the promissory uh, sales contract, and then hopefully seal seal the deal and sign the deal with the outlook of of, of Two years, then I'll get the residency visa, and then five years, I even can apply for the passport. Exactly. Okay. The only thing is with the 350, it's for renovation. So it, it, there are buildings that need to be renovated, and they have to be old. Yeah, okay, exactly. got it. And I'm, I'm obliged to also renovate them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you have a. This is the lower value, so that with the increase of the renovation. It, You know, this is uh, something interesting sometimes for investors, so they don't have to to buy something ready. Is there a certain um, ratio or percentage that I, that it says, um, let's say, 
the property was like 350,000 uh, uh, euros, you have to reinvest or invest at least 20% or 50% of that of the purchasing uh, money or is, that, or is there any fixed money which you have to invest? Well, no fixed money. It it's really uh, you know uh, each case is a case, but okay. there is a there is a um, the the town halls. Uh, each town hall has their own uh, strategy, but you do get uh, money back from the town halls because you are investing in in a older property mm -hmm. that otherwise maybe we wouldn't have the chance to do it so fast. Uh, you know? Okay, so, so that's yeah. subsidized. Okay. Yeah, yeah, subsidized. Yeah. Um, you pay less tax on the on the materials also, so there's a, a whole a, a bunch of uh, incentives. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, thinking about mortgages in uh, let's say five hundred thousand um, euros, I pay that. I don't have it, but I'm still you know I'm from Brazil and I would like to to take advantage of it. Um, are there also banks which are doing the financing and is there a mortgage, let's say, there's a down yeah, yeah, yeah. of 20%, so I only, in quotation marks, I only need like 100k to um, to get the visa. Uh, yes, you can get, uh, actually, even uh, Bank of Brazil is in Lisbon. Most uh, most banks, international banks are here at the moment. Even mm -hmm. for you to see, even the Bank of China is in Lisbon the past, uh, I believe, four years, something mm -hmm. like that. So. Uh, what has been uh, for our non-residents, which they can also rent, it's not necessary to buy. If you rent for the non-residents, you, you can get your, um, uh, we didn't speak much about that, but we can speak a bit later. Mm -hmm. You can um, you can get uh, a loan from your bank in the origi origin, uh, country of origin. Mm -hmm. uh, usually, usually um, the people we've helped, they... They they get um, they can get a loan from their country uh, on another house they have and then they, they transfer it here, or if 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 the, most banks in Portugal they prefer that you if you're not uh, in a bank already that has a representation in Portugal, they even prefer that you send your IRS uh, details and they analyze the risk here. And uh, obviously, you need to have a down payment, and 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 that we've had processes that have been approved. Okay. So what happens with the the evaluation is that the, the banks here, due to the last crisis, they are very more skeptical. So they they don't want so much high risk. Mm -hmm. So the evaluations of the houses are probably a bit under the real value of the houses, but you do get they will. You know, even if it's a new client, you can get up to 80%, as you said, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, switching topics a little bit, you uh, mentioned the, the last crisis. You had the previous business which you sold before the last crisis. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> describe us a little bit about I, this, uh, this business. I was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> we, were two, we were two partners and mm -hmm. uh, we had a, a Remax agency in Sintra, which is where the royal family used to spend mm -hmm. holidays. So it's basically a, a very green and lush mountain, about mm -hmm. 20 kilometers uh, northwest of Lisbon, near the coast. And we had... I was responsible for 30 agents. It was very interesting. It was a fast business then in 2003. Uh, and we start thinking, we grew very fast in three years. And because this is a privately owned business, so we just start to, 
how to take advantage of selling at the right time. And we knew that we were on a peak, but we never thought we would have such a crisis after. So we did, I, I sold, I bought my, my partner's share and then I sold it the same year in, in November, 2007. Mm -hmm. And after that, uh, I guess nothing was happening here. Yeah, you know, just rentals. It's it's interesting uh, that you um, have exactly like already experienced this one peak of two thousand eight, <laughs> and I think right now we actually maybe I think yeah, thirteen years later, uh, you can say we're at the crisp of maybe another. I don't know if it's a market meltdown or if it's anything else. I actually, that's why I'm talking to you. I would like to have your opinion about how you how you right now perceive the situation, especially in Lisbon uh -huh. and in Portugal right now. Yes. Well, one thing uh, uh, we don't, you know, that it's difficult to predict the future. I don't think people do that. But we know that the real estate industry, it's a slow industry. Mm -hmm. So we don't, it, it won't change in a peak just like that. You know, there are people... We do work with with a basic necessity, which is a house that people need to live. Not all clients is the same reason. Uh, obviously, if you have investors, it's different. But uh, things tend to be slow when real estate is not like a restaurant business. Mm -hmm. You know that it's closed. For you to have an idea, we, we did, uh, last week we did 25 sales and we did, uh, um, we closed 25 sales, so the deed was made. Mm -hmm. uh, we had another 40 uh, sales that were closed that were ongoing. Mm -hmm. So we are in, the, in this phase that people stopped uh, maybe and were clustered home. But every day there's a new child being born, a person dies, and the person is on the process of selling his house. So mm -hmm. this goes on. Mm -hmm. So what's been happening now the last three weeks is that after we paralyzed home, we are working remotely and the Portuguese government has uh, called for emergency uh, and there are notaries that are working only a few hours in the morning for those special cases that people have to sell, mm -hmm. either because they they their family members changed or because they have uh, financial problems and they have to close their company and they have to sell. So these are really, whatever was ongoing for sale, we are closing those those deals. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, of course, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, we don't mix, we don't go out, we don't mix with uh, clients at all. So yeah. if there, if there's a visit, let's say for uh, uh, yesterday we did, a, uh, I was not present, but there was a visit for a rental in Lisbon for an international uh, client. Uh, he has uh, representatives here in Portugal, so he doesn't need to be present. They work remotely. And so the, the owner opened the door, the door of the house, disinfected everything. He came outside and the, the representative of the rentee uh, went to see the house and left. So there's no communication. There's high, high, um, high level procedures for uh, whatever is uh, of cleaning and, and, and that likewise it's interesting um apparently like you are still allowed to show house to to um, show properties and to have like clients uh, see the property i recently um, talked to teresa from uh, san francisco and uh, she said no we are not even 
allowed to, to do showings. But luckily, you are still able to to um, to conduct business. Uh, well, no, we conduct business remotely. Ah, okay. See, I was not present in the visit, so okay. uh, we spoke to the owners, and and in Portugal, it's completely you're not allowed to be outside. You know. Okay. So, so you okay, have a so full, you have a full lockdown. Okay. Got it. Completely, completely. Okay, got it, got it. I, I, then I didn't understand that correctly. I got it. So the yeah the, the yeah. owner um, opened the house and then left and then the the person came yes. in. Okay, got it. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yes. How yeah. do you see the implications on the on the COVID nineteen? I know you're not that active in the commercial real estate market, but do you think that the remote working will maybe even um, will even go on um, even after the the crisis, or do you think And this might also have obviously an impact on the entire commercial real estate, maybe then have another spillover effect on the residential real estate market because people are not even anymore that obligated to live closely to an office when they, in the first place, are working from home anyway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I believe that the world will be different after mm -hmm. after these, these months uh, that we, we pass, obviously. Uh, Although in Lisbon we had a, a high deficit of uh, office space, mm -hmm. so from what I understand, I'm not a, an expert on commercial, but mm -hmm. from what I hear, from the the um, even if if that does happen, which I believe so, a lot it it, it will happen definitely. Uh, we were so in lack of commercial space for offices that they are still not built. So I believe that because of this. Um, This situation that for us it's it's probably still uh, a good uh, market to mm -hmm. follow because mm -hmm. we had a high deficit and high demand in Lisbon at the moment. Mo most uh, like the startup, there's a lot of startups uh, in Lisbon mm -hmm. at the moment for tech startups, mm -hmm. and they are huge. They are like most uh, multinationals. In the old days, they used to be in Madrid. Now a lot of a lot of companies are in Lisbon, so we are still lacking uh, quite okay. a high the space. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's super interesting what you what you just uh, were talking about concerning the entire spillover effect, and also we we don't know where the market is moving. Um, mm -hmm. Give us an overview of the neighborhoods of, of Lisbon. Um, ah, the neighborhoods. Maybe yes. you know some basic um, some ba basic data points. Um, real estate in one neighborhood versus another neighborhood. Give us an overview there. Um, Lisbon, Lisbon. Um, it's quite an old city. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had the Phoenicians, the Greeks. Uh, there are many, many before even Portugal was founded. So in the old days, the medieval part of Lisbon was in near the river, which nowadays we call it Basha and Caj uh, and, and that, uh, after we had a tsunami in 1755, so basically it just washed out all that medieval area mm -hmm. and our uh, our uh, prime minister uh, marquis pombal he went to paris and versailles and he copied in a portuguese scale the layout of new lisbon mm -hmm. so basically that part that he did, redid after the tsunami or the earthquake is the the historic uh, 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 neighborhoods that the have become so popular. Mm -hmm. So all of those neighborhoods you have 
uh, Bash, we have basically we have two hills in Lisbon, and we have a valley in between, which goes down to the river. And as you go up, uh, the newer neighborhoods that uh, mainly Portuguese were living before, which was made in the 40s, is higher up. So Portuguese thought we might as well do a newer neighborhood where the tsunami and mm -hmm. another tsunami cannot hit. So all the new areas that you call uh, Avenida da República and uh, uh, Avenida Novas all the way to the airport uh, is basically the newer area. So mm -hmm. if you keep going down, you go through Avenida Liberdade and you have the major historic uh, Bairro do Chiado. You have Príncipe Real on the west uh, hill of Lisbon. And then you have Castelo, Alfama, the most uh, the popular uh, neighborhood where the Amalia Rodrigues was born, all the, you know, Fado uh, mm -hmm. business on the east side of the, of the major Avenida de Libertad. So most of those, all of this was decaying when I was young. So it lacked renovation, no color in the buildings. And due to this uh, golden visa non-resident laws that we, we started in 2012, have been able to uh, renovate completely all these neighborhoods. Like uh, the, the, mo mo most of these buildings were in, in very decrepit situation. You mm -hmm. could not live there, or mm -hmm. maybe squatters, some people. And uh, uh, luckily, this has brought that the, with the help of the town halls uh, to modernize these buildings, which mm -hmm. are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And uh, bring back the the color of Lisbon, which was multicolored as it is now. They we you know we as you as a youth, I never thought Lisbon yeah. was colorful, yeah. which is what you see now. Yeah. So ma mainly the you know the, we didn't even have enough hotels. Obviously, the hotels uh, pushed the real estate and the Airbnbs and uh, all this uh, kind of uh, tourism. Uh, nowadays, it's fantastic that to, to see so many uh, people uh, taking use of an old city that was completely dead mm -hmm. when I was young. And, uh, and now it, you know, it just happens like that, like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has his hotel downtown, mm -hmm. you know, uh, all these uh, events happening and, um, so the, these neighborhoods, they are obviously. I, I would have. I would need more time to explain you. No, it's it's it's, it's, but, in uh, very, yeah. it's it's in a very nice overview. And thank you so much for also giving us the aspect of like the thriving, um, the new energy which is actually bringing the outside money and also in fact mm -hmm. creating new business and mm -hmm. um, pushing pushing the the economy a little bit more. Um, concerning the the um, rental prices. Uh, per square meter, also buying prices. What can we expect um, if there is an average price which you can more or less like name us right now per neighborhood? Is there anything we can um, we can more or less like um, um, yeah grasp so that we we get an idea of what to expect as per as per prices? Yes. Um... Okay, I'll start with the average square, uh, average price in the whole of Portugal, mm -hmm. which is about 1 1.3, 1,300 per square meter. Mm -hmm. uh, although you go to Lisbon and, uh, for example, the highest 
prized uh, square meter in Lisbon was sold to Ronaldo's new house, duplex mm-hmm. with swimming pool on top, in Parque Eduardo Setim, and that went for 15,000 a square meter. Mm-hmm. So just to have an idea. And then uh, the neighbor, the historic neighborhoods I told you that are probably the higher ones, which is Avenida uh, Liberdade has, for example, a lot of the top-end uh, brands, uh, so commercial, but even if flats around there go for 10. Prince mm-hmm. Real uh, can go from 5 to 8, which is north of Chiado. Mm-hmm. A lot of Portuguese moved up from Chiado. Chiado is also in that uh, a bit even higher than Prince Real. And then you get, uh, you go to Graça, which is on the other hill, which the French uh, really enjoyed when they came, like uh, medium segments, okay. Uh, and there you can still find uh, from two to 3,000 square meter renovated apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Are there any upcoming areas which you think, okay, might be an interesting opportunity to, um, to look at at the moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, nowadays, um, we have the major, okay, the major uh, axial that goes from the river to the airport, which is already quite high, so we need the Libertad Republica. And everything that is near the water is increasing in price. Now, from what I can see uh, of areas that are still kind of secret, you know, you, you, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of potential in the south uh, margin of Lisbon, mm-hmm. south coast. Uh, it's well connected with uh, motorway and uh, near the airport and beaches. So you have, uh, you know, a 15-minute drive to the beach. And I would say the axis that goes north of Lisbon next to the river. So it, there used to be, by um, it, there are still a lot of neighborhoods there that are workers from Lisbon. And it's you're, we're talking about half an hour by car Mm -hmm. and those neighborhoods north of Lisbon near the River Tagus are I still uh, believe that are a good investment at the moment because you you can renovate for for two or three years and you know make your money and and uh, go elsewhere yeah okay um you mentioned before a little bit hotels and Airbnb um is there a lot going on considering Airbnb in, in Lisbon uh, do there are a lot of people buying and then renting that out on, out on a daily basis? And is there legisl- legislation about it? Well, yes, of course, yes. The, this business we did uh, about three years ago. So a lot of build- small construction companies were renovating old flats just for Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of uh, especially younger investors uh, investing on, in this market and uh, uh, now the, this uh, legally you cannot uh, uh, operate anymore Airbnb in the old part unless you have a company. So okay, let's say people just sophisticated themselves, but mm-hmm. it's it's a very it's an interesting business mm-hmm. because all these uh, most of these clients we sold buildings and uh, flats too. Uh, most of them in the historic centers, they have 85 up, 85% of occupancy yearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about anyone uh, right now complaining about um, their Airbnb management uh, because uh, of coronavirus and 
if you, have you heard about anyone saying, okay, you know, I need my gas in order, in order to pay the rent? Oh, no, no, that completely stopped. Airbnb does not allow, now Airbnb is cancelling, most mm. of the people are have been cancelling up to, I was speaking to a client yesterday, up to June. Mm. People are just cancelling and they get full re refund. There's a, there was a period that you could get um, paid part of it, but it's gone. And mm. it, it makes sense. What we are doing with those clients now, we are renting for two, three months. So mm -hmm. because these apartments are um, are fully are ready to be rented. They are uh, furnished. So what we've done to several clients is we find them uh, temporary accommodation for hospital members, people that w don't want to go back home to contaminate their families. So they are renting off in Lisbon a lot of uh, these uh, Airbnb places temporarily. Uh -huh. You just mentioned that, uh, you know, um, buying real estate and then holding it for two years, flipping, kind of flipping it, like holding it, renovating it, and then uh, selling yeah. it uh, again. Is there a certain special tax when I sell it within a certain time frame? I know it from Germany, for example, when I buy real estate and then I sell it within, I think, less than 10 years, then I have to pay up to 50%, I think, in, yeah. uh, in the proceeds which I obtain. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Capital gains, yeah, we yeah. have. Okay. So capital gains in Portugal, if you bought after 89, you are eligible for capital gains. What happens is when you, when you in Portugal, uh, when you buy a, a, a house, you, your capital gains, uh, and, you, and you resell it, uh, your capital gains uh, uh, are upon half of your net. So let's say you buy a house for 100, you sell it for 200, you're going to be paying tax on your IRS of 50,000. If so, I sell within, within how much of a... Uh, you have three years now, it used to be two, now it's three years. So if you sell, you can uh, sell uh, in three years, you, or you can buy a year ahead of your... Uh, um, real estate uh, purchase in the future, let's say, and it's still eligible for uh, non not paying capital gain. I don't know if, um, if you understand. Yeah, no. Uh, let me let me try to understand. So, so what what do you mean exactly by um, uh, you can buy ahead or one year uh, one year ahead? What do you mean exactly? Uh, let's say you 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 can buy a house. You can buy a property. Uh, a, he, a year before and use that uh, as long as it's it's in a year and use that period for a, another uh, um, property that you will sell in the future. So it okay. goes two, three, three years ahead and one year behind and you're still eligible for not paying capital gain. Okay, got it. And then after those three years in total, how much do I pay then after that? So let's say you are Imagine you are uh, on a 30% IRS uh, yeah. uh, payment. Mm -hmm. uh, those 50,000, the example I gave you before, mm -hmm. if you buy 100, you sell 200, your capital gain is of mm -hmm. 100. But you're only going to be charged on 50 on your IRS. Got it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got it. Okay, perfect. Um, no, it's super interesting because, uh, you know, especially like this flipping um, phenomenon is very common in the U.S. And uh, um, seriously also like 
lot of service providers who help people do it properly in order also to have like yeah. little very small capital gains. So that's why I would like to, I would like, I want to, I want to go a little bit deeper on that one. Um, mm -hmm. I have a question about your uh, current business. You're right now um, working for Expo Group mm -hmm. and then also for Collection Liberdade. Give us an overview mm -hmm. exactly of how it's structured and also what you're focusing on the most. Well, it's it's a fast uh, business. Okay, now we are working remotely. We're mainly uh, closing remotely and uh, and doing a lot of training for for the next and uh, also listing properties. Mm -hmm. We're doing a lot of listing properties because, as I told you, people have to to sell, and if they have another child, they need to to buy a new house, a bigger house, or a smaller house. So. Um, uh, it's it's a fast business in Portugal. We are uh, we are mainly in residential, so our main focus is residential. Remax is focused on uh, not even in in new housing. This is mm -hmm. part of the probably less than twenty percent of mm -hmm. the business. And but because we are working a lot in partnership all over the world, so I get leads from uh, foreign clients all the time. Uh, we it's a faster business. So in general, we are faster than any normal agency, three times faster in the selling process. I I actually thought about that already when you when you said before that you're closing or that you closed last year, like every two weeks, in fact, a deal um, mm -hmm. with also this high net worth. Um, mm -hmm. What makes you or what allows you to close that fast? What is your let's say secret sauce concerning your success on that one? Okay, mainly it's because of partnerships. So the way our company is structured worldwide is 65% uh, of the sales I've been doing the last years are, I'm not responsible for finding both clients. So mainly I, I list properties and uh, we are 10,000 people in Portugal using the same brand. Mm -hmm. So by the time I, it's online, I get, uh, in general, I, I get, uh, okay, I've been in the business for long, so we get the right price, the right photographs, right marketing, and uh, the right clients. Uh, we work with motivated clients, um, so that takes some time before in the back office. Mm -hmm. Once it's online, then I, I basically have colleagues of mine calling uh or calling or through the internet we have a, a good uh, very good platform uh, I get uh, you know uh, a text to arrange visits or to to close deals through the phone basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact your exact can you more or less like boil down a little bit your clientele on the um, on your current business right now? Is it high net worth people? Is it people who are, who are average buyers? What, what, is, what are the buyers looking like? Okay, we have a bit of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, at the moment, uh, also due to the low interest rate, we are dealing a lot with Portuguese. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of Portuguese. I would say uh, our, uh, our most typical buyer is young, so it's uh, younger couples working uh, from 35 to 45. Mm -hmm. 
and we do we do get this far now lately we've had a lot of americans that are are moving here uh they also use the golden visa as we spoke before and they and they they even they they like the lifestyle here so they come here either because it's safer they have the health insurance in mm -hmm. portugal that is good and uh and very reasonable priced even if you do a private uh, insurance so a lot of people we've had a lot of surfers uh i myself have a, a young son that he's a bodyboarder so i'm a, i know a bit most of what's happening here most of the the coastal uh, towns of portugal have been invaded <laughs> by international surfers and it's interesting to see because even um, you know, very mediatic people have been uh, doing interesting here, things here, and and this has made a huge impact on the tourism. So nowadays, you have the 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 surf tourism has brought about very interesting, uh, even uh, production lines of uh, uh, all kinds of new products that in the past we didn't have using mm -hmm. our uh, you know even our cork our. Uh, you know, our know-how in many fields, let's say, yeah. interesting, yeah. So we do get those, uh, we get surfers, we get uh, people from the tech world, a lot of people here from that are working uh, remotely. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking the last person we saw, we rented the house in Qashqai for a, a young couple from uh, Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. So he brought his children here and his granny that was uh, happy with the, inter uh, you know, the health issue here um and then we get the portuguese we get uh, people that are still using loans for the from the bank uh we get uh, families that uh want to get a, a a modern apartment in lisbon with less space and selling their you know uh family houses uh, bigger family houses on the coast mm -hmm. um yeah, a mixture of it's, things. It's very diverse. I I feel it. Yes. That's, um, mm -hmm. You have um, two listings on Casa. Why don't you um, ah, Why don't yes, you take yes. take one or even both of them and explain them a little bit to our audience and describe them uh, what what they are like um, okay. and um, so that we also get a feeling of um, of the listings you're you're selling. Okay. So the the first one, it's it's basically a golden visa product because uh, Portugal has announced before this uh, COVID-19, they have announced that Greater Lisbon and Oporto this year will be the last year for golden visa. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, the regional areas doesn't stop in Portugal. Mind you, uh, uh, it, 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 might, it, it could change with this crisis at the moment of the coronavirus. It, it could be that the government changes this law. So that gives a, a longer period for the Lisbon and Porto. But going back to that property, it's in Príncipe Real, so it's in a very uh, noble uh, neighborhood. And uh, it's basically uh, for a Golden Visa client. So it's uh, 550,000 with a garage, mm -hmm. which in that area, it's difficult to find a garage. So it's basically for a client that has been, um, is is looking for uh, you know yield. Most mm -hmm. of them they they want yield, so it's not that they're going to live here. It's just for uh, passport issues mm -hmm. and yield. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And the second one, uh, the second one, it's an Airbnb uh, uh, house that was completely renovated for Airbnb. It's 320. It's in a, it's in a very interesting neighborhood. It reminds me in the old days in New York that the, the, the new neighborhoods coming about with a lot of art, artistic uh, neighborhoods. And this for us, it's kind of a, 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 it's in Calçada do Combro, which is near Chiado. Actually, it's a 10-minute walk from Chiado, so it's mm-hmm. very central. Chiado is the main uh, center, historic center for Lisbon. Uh, and so let's say we have this pink road in Lisbon, very popular, that has a lot of bars and it, fun things to do. This apartment, it's pre- probably 10 minutes walk from there. Mm-hmm. Also very near a, a very famous viewpoint of St. Catherine, which gives you a great view to the river and usually... Usually young people hang about there. It's a nice, very beautiful uh, view there. So this apartment was basically for a, from a small, uh, a, a young uh, in, uh, investor that went to work abroad. And uh, since the, the law has changed, he's not, for the Airbnbs, he, he's not thinking of, uh, you know, g- going more into it. And he's willing to sell. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, a, it's an old building from, a, it has a, 18th century tiles they have been renovated so it was luckily they were not spoiled so that this house basically had a lot of small rooms and the constructor he managed to save them and make this into a two-bedroom apartment with two bathrooms on a first floor it's a it's a very very nice little house yeah Awesome. I will definitely um, provide the links in the description and the, in the in the show notes so that mm-hmm. people can directly click on them. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you just mentioned that the golden visa will expire. I didn't know that. I thought it's it's. Uh, I wasn't aware that it's only like a temporary program. Uh, no, it's it uh, basically uh, for you to have an idea. For example, in the old days, it's only for uh, uh, central Lisbon and Porto, the area of Lisbon and Porto. They will finish in the end of this year. This is what the government had said. Uh, but basically, if you think of other regions in the world, for example, in nine, uh, 2013-14, I remember being in China in a, in a fair, and, and, and like all the Chinese were the, the, biggest, the biggest group then. And in Greece, for example, they all wanted to buy Mykonos and Santorini. And obviously there was not enough houses for all the Chinese. Mm. So in Lisbon, it's the same thing. You know, they, they thought it's okay, it's enough of foreign people in this area. Uh, let's just keep it as it is now. And people, people that want to use the, a house and they can sell it to someone else. So basically, if there's no change in this law, uh, uh, in Lisbon, it's until... December, 31st of December of 2020, this program for Golden Visa finishes, Lisbon and Porto. Okay, and in the rest of uh, Lisbon, the Golden Visa has even existed or that was anyway already only for Porto and Lisbon? Now, this law is only going to apply for Porto and Lisbon. So the rest of the country, Algarve, you know, all the, it's a small radius around these big cities uh, and all the rest of the country is, for example, we have it's free to 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 buy for golden visa. We have mm-hmm. a, a international client, for example, now that he's only buying he's buying anything interesting up to forty kilometers from the coast of okay. Portugal. 
So this is also, there's a lot of uh, other uh, possibilities still interesting for the investor. In, in, Portu in Portugal in general, and okay, got it. So this only yeah, applies yeah. for Porto and... and, and yeah. Lisbon. Okay, got it. Yeah. Good. Alexandra, um, <laughs> how can people contact you if they would like to uh, reach, uh, reach out to you and uh, talk about real estate in Lisbon, real estate in uh, Portugal? Um, what are your contact details? Uh, okay, my, my mobile is always on. It's uh, mm -hmm. 9661018897. Mm -hmm. And my email is at remax.pt. Okay, so it's easy. Uh, and uh, I'm will, sure that you will, yeah. I will, I will write that down as well in description <laughs> so that people can directly contact you. That's yeah. amazing. Alexander. It's been super interesting uh, to talk to you. You actually guided me very well through the entire golden visa and non-residential <laughs> visa uh, process. Um, what do I have to do in order to buy? Uh, where to buy? Also, the, very interesting, the topics concerning the um, emerging neighborhood. Also, very I really like the overview of the culture and also the the uh, history of, of uh, Lisbon itself. I wasn't even aware of the tsunami which which hit the which hit the city. Um, and also those technical terms, which uh, which you laid out um, so well and gave us like such a nice illustration on it. Um, and finally, you also have directly at hand like a very very interesting two properties, uh, two listings, which you which you uh, shared with us. One for the golden visa and the other one for Airbnb purposes. Um, I really appreciate uh, that you had the time. To talk to me today. Um, is there any uh, last comment you would like to share with our audience? Uh, well, we keep uh, we keep expecting that once this calms down, that people will still come. It's a nice place to live. I myself was away for ten years when mm -hmm. I was younger, studying, and I believe uh, uh, I believe it's a beautiful place to live. It's calm, secure. There's a lot of uh, coast, beautiful coastline. Actually, Portugal is about 500 kilometers of beach mm -hmm. <laughs> along the west coast. And it's a quiet place to bring up your family. Very near all major cities of Europe, capitals of Europe. So I still believe that once things get uh, you know, calm again and back to normal or back to new normal, <laughs> People will still uh, enjoy uh, coming here. So I think you should uh, have a look at Portugal. And if you need any help, please, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. Perfect. I yeah. personally, uh, I love Portugal, so I can only agree to that. To, you, everyone definitely has to, has to visit uh, Portugal uh, once yes. in a lifetime, definitely. Yes. Alexander, thank you so much. Uh, uh -huh. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, I wish you all the best and send the best regards to, to Portugal. Thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. It was thank a you. pleasure. Bye-bye. Uh,